Welcome back, everybody. It's not another true crime podcast. I'm Sarah Levine. And I'm Danny Murphy. You know we're your partners in wine, crime, and time. And if you want to have a fun time in February 16th, in February 16th, on February the 16th, <laughs> grammar's not our strong suit, but having a no. having a ball with all y'all is uh, we're doing another live show at 7.30 p.m. at Union Hall. It's going to be so fun. I feel like the last two sold out, so don't. Wait super long to buy your tickets. Don't sleep on because, it because, yeah, and also might just be sad. And also, d- d- don't don't have a stress over that. So we can just play a focus on the show. <laughs> exactly. Selfishly, yes. But uh, yeah, we're very exactly. excited. We think we have our case decided for the live show. So potentially, 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 it's, it's going to be good. Either way, we're it's after Valentine's Day. We're going to do some kind of love gone wrong situation. Yes. I have to watch a lot of Snapped in preparation yes, for this. Faith Jenkins' killer relationship, who we have had on the podcast. Yes, that's true. That's a good one. And speaking of shows, kind of. <laughs> things uh, we watched. Yeah, things we watched. Exactly. We saw, we both saw this movie, Missing. Um, oh, it's this so is Nia good. Long. So good, you guys. Honestly, this is not an ad. Not even at um, all. But I will say I went to go see a screening in the theaters, which is the move, I think. That is so Like sitting on your couch is nice, but like being around other people and hearing the reactions is so nice. I mean, I went to see Megan, so I know exactly what you mean about in. Yes. Because I watched this uh, missing at home, so I didn't feel that. But there is something about being around everybody that gets you really hyped up. And this one, I you even said like you're used to seeing like plot twists and everything like that. But this one got, kept me oh, on my yeah. toes. I I know. Head, shoulders, I read, knees, and toes. Yes, <laughs> shoulders, knees, and toes. Exactly. Like, I feel like I see a lot of um, these, like, sort of thrillers or, like, psychological movies. I read nothing but murder <laughs> mysteries. Like, seriously, <laughs> nothing but that. And still, I was, I was really shook by a few of these twists, like, quite a few. Um, and it's really... I don't want to spoil it, but the way it's shot, it's shot is it's really cool. cool. Yeah. And they kind of just, they pull in. It's obviously, it's about a woman who goes missing. I think, you know, that's the title. kind of implied from the title. But um, they kind of pull in every aspect of, like, today's true crime mm-hmm. in the way it's covered and talked about um, and the way people even think about it. And I think it's really, really interesting. Like, it definitely was... It like shocks you, but I think it also does make you think. Yes, a hundred percent. Yeah. So that was our that was our little shout out. Uh, you know, it's not sponsored because I don't know when it comes out. But go if you have an AMC stubs, <laughs> check that yes, out. Go see it. Get the five dollars off the popcorn. Yeah. Which I tried to. One of my. Oh my I feel gosh. like. I guess that's not a. I guess Movie Pass was more of the scam. Well, actually, Movie Pass wasn't a scam. Movie Pass they was just, just a pyramid, a Ponzi scheme. Ponzi scheme. Like, it just did. That like, was a deal that was itself. too good to be true. Yeah, I think it Ponzied itself because mm-hmm. it just imploded. <laughs> they were like, "What if we like oh. offer movies, unlimited movies, for less than the price of one <laughs> ticket?" And everyone was like. I don't know how this is going to work, but yeah. And they were like, yeah, we don't know how this is going to work. And turns out it didn't work. Some things Oops. are too good to be true. Seriously. But now it's back. I think they have like oh. tiered. I think they have tiered pricing and like limits. Uh, I think it's coming back. Right. It could be a good deal, honestly. If, yeah. if you do go to the movies, I really do not. I, I don't. I don't want to go anywhere. 
no, it's kind. Movies are are they can be great, but the ticket prices are a scam. And you know what's also a scam? I was gonna say, are you Danny? gonna get into? Okay, before we get into the nuts and bolts, the main part of this episode, which you already know by the title, uh, the hatchet wielding uh, hit uh, killer hitchhiker. Um, yeah, the hatchet wielding uh, hitchhiker. Sarah, let everybody know that scams are happening all around. Scams are happening. Keep your eyes out, people. I I don't want to say almost got scammed because I you knew uh, from the start. I knew from the start of that it was fake. But um, oh, and I have to think about how to troll these people some more. Okay, but I will say that I was the target. I was the attempted target of a scam. That's what I will say because that is actually true. They shit. I just deleted it. Okay, undo. Woo! They tried to scam me. It's not going to work. So I get an email. That just says, all caps, collaboration notice in the subject line. I'm like, okay. And it says it's from, because you know how you can like just make your name whatever in Gmail? Uh-huh. So it says it's from Fashion Nova Influencer Campaign. And I'm like, I don't think I'm their target Well, it's also, demo, <laughs> but hell yeah. <laughs> well, it's also because I feel that happens that like if people get um, emails from like Ben at Instagram.com and it's like, yep. Oh, your account is flagged. Enter your password so you don't. And it's like, no, Instagram is owned by Meta. So like the email would come from there. So always double That's check so when you get company emails. This is not like those phishing tests you have to do for HR, but like it is it does it is tricky. No, it's true. I actually just got one of those yesterday too. They're like, your Instagram account is compromised. But mm-hmm. it wasn't even like text in an email. It was a photo of a very pixelated, like it was just a very pixelated photo that was of like, you know, text. And I was like, huh. oh my God, you guys. You couldn't even up the res yeah, on like, this shitty like notice. Come on. Use um, Microsoft Paint. Exa- it was so bad. <laughs> um, so I get this email and right away the first thing I do, and this is the first thing you all should do, is actually click and see the email address that it's coming from. And I knew this was a scam because it's coming from Fashion Nova influencer campaign with two ends at the end Ooh. at gmail.com. So like you might like there's like so if you think the email address is just being flirty, like hi. I don't know if that's flirty, but no. hi. It's just hey, a scam. Hey with wise. Hi. No, oh my god, what are you up to tonight? Do you wanna do you wanna be well, a collab? <laughs> <laughs> F for F, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing too is that like no company is going to be sending shit from a Gmail account. No. It's Fashion Nova. They're a huge company. They have at fashionnova.com. Like, I'm sure they have that locked. Also, they partner uh, with, like, <laughs> major, like, like, like celebrities, I feel. What are you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I feel like, I don't, Sarah, you could actually, well, maybe now you could email real Fashion Nova and be like, hi, let's make something right. Right? Uh, <laughs> but they send me this email that's, like, not coherent, honestly. But the um, the gist of it is they're, like, we're just launching our influencer campaign, which is not true. They have no. had influencer campaigns for, like, years. They have a line I with like Cardi B. that's how they got big. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're basically saying, like, they would give me eight items a month. They'd send me free, art, free PR packages. I'd get 10% commission. They would start with a payment of $1,000 per post, and then it says it will increase it as you get more popular. And I'm like, 
this is way too good to be true. This is not fucking real. Because it's but literally, I'm like, you're just sending me clothes and giving me money? <laughs> what? Yeah. I'm My like, dream. Who, who wouldn't but, want that? Yeah. I am so down. Um, I mean, hell yeah. But I'm like, this is obviously not real. This is a scam. But I didn't know what the scam was. That's the like, thing. You know, are they going to ask me for my Instagram logins? Like, what are they going to do? So I'm like, all right, let's fuck with these people. So I say I'm interested in hearing more. And this is where it's actually kind of um, kind of like smart almost because then they send me a link, um, which actually, and I did not click the link, just so you all know. Never click a link. What I did was they sent me a link that's to fashionnova.com slash pages slash collab. I don't click that link because it's possible that the hyperlink actually goes out somewhere else. But I went to Fashion Nova's website on my own. I just typed it in, navigated to that same page, and I filled out their influencer form, sent it into the abyss. I'm sure these people are never going to ever hey, come across my profile. Don't never say never. Justin Bieber. <laughs> so then I emailed these people that I filled out the form, and then they said, okay, uh, well, this is, again, how I know they're fake, because they're just not making sense. They say, do select the items as follows. Get back to us for the process. Thanks to your, thanks for your response. Like, what is, and I'm like, why is this a riddle? <laughs> like, it's, it's, a <laughs> exactly. I'm like, half of the work in getting scammed, I feel like, is trying to figure out what these people want. Um, so then I ghost them, and then they follow up. So I'm like, okay, now I'm really going to get to the bottom of this. And then I ask, basically, what do I do? And here is here is when the scam revealed itself. They go, they say, go to fashionova.com, select eight items you like. Then when you're done, send screenshots of the items. I'm like, that's weird. Yeah. Then they want me to send my full name, my current address, contact info. I'm like, okay, whatever. What are they? Gonna, they're not going to rob my house. Like, I don't think no. that's what this is about. Then they say, please note that for the first delivery, we will only cover seventy percent of the delivery fee. And you will cover 30% of the delivery fee, which is $50. I'm like, hold on. Now I got to do is over of equals X over 100. <laughs> like I got to figure out 30% of $50. And then they're like, or is it only the 30% is $50? Or is it 30%? Well, that's what I don't know. Okay. Because that's so com- And also like what shipping, like that is someone like hand walking something <laughs> across state lines. Yeah. Like, yeah. Seriously. And then they're like, so I'm like, aha, that's the scam. I'm sending them 50 bucks. I'm obviously never getting this clothing. Like, that's what it is. So then I say, so am I paying 30% of 50, which is 15? 50 seems like a lot for shipping. Is this being overnighted? And then they <laughs> go, dear. <laughs> oh. They're mad at me for asking questions. Dear, comma. We'll forward your delivery details to FedEx Delivery Service. They are our delivery partners. In this case, PayPal is our preferred method of payment. And then yeah, they Fashion say, Nova uses payments. PayPal. Like, what? Yeah, fucking right. Then they say, please make payments to the logistics manager. And then they give me, like, a guy's email, like a Gmail account. I'm like, yeah, fucking right. Fashion Nova. It just has this random man. not PayPaling their individual employees. <laughs> what do you mean you're going to forward my delivery details to FedEx? Like, yeah, what? I, uh, what, you set up the ship it. Yeah. Well, their end game is I, I PayPal this guy 50 bucks and then they uh, disappear. I think I should true. request from him 50 bucks. Ooh. That's true. Or request like $2 he and be like, I just want to see if this is the right. I'm sorry. I just don't know how to use PayPal. I just want to make sure I'm doing it right. <laughs> oh, my God. Then I 
check kite their check kiting scam like i'm like okay yeah. that's fine but you'll have to pay me like i'll be like oh i don't actually have 50 bucks um but i'll get it next week but if you front me ten dollars now i'll pay you fifty dollars that's how those scams always go they're like we need you to pay a deposit honestly there's something there there's something there but kids stay in scam school so do not do not do not fall for this Yes, and I will be sending this into Scam Goddess. So. Yeah, but you all heard it, heard, but you all heard it here first. So <laughs> it's so it's so. That's it. Don't don't trust. Don't trust. If it's too good to be true, it is. And if it doesn't make sense, <laughs> like literally, if it's not legible, it's not. Yeah, Movie Pass, Fashion Nova. It's too good to be true. Really, is the theme of this episode? I guess for those two things, and I also feel oh actually true yeah and it ties in with the idea of viral fame because that usually sounds like oh my god it's too good to be true you just become famous overnight and very like notable it's usually too good to be true that is very true It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So we're going to be talking about the hatchet wielding killer or hitchhiker. hitchhiker. I forget the title. The hatchet wielding hitchhiker. Bad. bad start. Hitchhiker. Hitchhiker. Okay, there we go. That actually sounds better. And I feel like I've made this reference before, but it really does remind. And you didn't get it last time, but I'm going to do it one time for the girlies who watch SpongeBob. But it really is reminding me of the hash slinging slasher on SpongeBob. <laughs> so if you know, you know. Do you okay, know? shout out. Shout out to Sandy. Someone out there will get it. Yeah, see? Someone will get that. Anyway, um, so it, the documentary kind of starts, and I think this is a good watch because it's just like a quick hour and a half, like Netflix heard our complaints. Yes, heard our complaints. There's not like a 45-minute explainer of like what viral media is. Like they're not really, they're not trying to be like, <laughs> no. they're like, here's just the They're story. like, you know what a meme is. They're like, exactly. you guys know what a meme is at this point if you're here. So... It starts on February 1st, 2013. There's a car accident in West Fresno. And what happened was a guy um, plowed his car into a black pedestrian, which ended up pinning that pedestrian under a truck. And the driver, when, like, police got to the scene, the driver was this, like, complete, like, whack job that was just screaming about Jesus and screaming racial epithets and he started attacking people who come to help, which not honestly sign. is just a Tuesday in New York City. <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, no, deeply. not a good sign. Yeah, no. It's just a day on the subway, but also horrible. So then um one woman came to help and the driver started attacking her and yeah. like, I think had her in a chokehold. Yeah. Um when <laughs> Like, scary shit. And then all of a sudden, a hitchhiker who was a passenger in that guy's car attacked the driver with a hatchet, as we all know, and ended up saving her. And that passenger was um, a homeless man named Kai. 
And he gave a news interview that went like super viral. And he only um, gave it to one guy. I feel like we just have to play a clip. Oh, yeah. Yes. And he only gave it to one local uh, journalist. So we just got to play the clip. I'm one of the yeah. heroes. Yeah. Can we talk to you? Do you mind? What do you want to talk about? What happened today? Well, went straight out of Dogtown, skateboarding, surfing it up. Before I say anything else, I want to say no matter what you've done, you deserve respect. Even if you make mistakes, you're lovable. And it doesn't matter your look skills or age or size or anything, you're worthwhile. No one could ever take that away from you. Now, this stuff right here, I was driving and I, well, I was in the passenger side of this car and he comes over on there he was over by the recycling center he says oh when I was in the Virgin Islands 30 years old on a business trip I I, I, I sucked this 14 year old I was like you what he's like I raped this 14 year old starts crying gives me a big hug he's just like 300 pound guy I'm like oh sh you must be fired, man like what's he talking about I didn't take him seriously at first he comes driving down this way he's like you know what I come to realize I'm Jesus Christ and I can do anything I want to and watch this BAM and he smashed into this guy right there pinned him in between that truck and so I, it, I hop out I look over the guys pinned there I mean like freight train riders know this like if you get pinned between something do not move that shit otherwise you bleed out like mother I, I ran in I grabbed the keys he's sitting there like nothing even happened and like like man if you started driving that car around again man there would have been a hell of a lot of bodies around here I hop on out and so I grabbed the bag I threw it over by that pole right there and then and buddy gets out and these two women are trying to help him he runs up and he grabs one of them man like a guy that big can snap a woman's neck like a pencil stick so i fucking ran up behind him with a hatchet smash 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 yeah the, the lady said you saved her life she was the one who got grabbed by that fucker. you know what Fuck is cool that guy ain't shit how, how'd you how'd you get in his car how, how did you i was hitchhiking i was well good thing i was hitchhiking yeah, people say, don't hitchhike. Well, this is what happens. Was, yeah, well, at least I was here. So he did this on purpose? Dude, that guy was f***ing kooked out, man. Like, he's beyond howling. Like, I don't even see any breath in him, you know what I'm saying? Can, can I get your name and where you're from, if you, if you don't mind? I'm Kai. Kai, can I get spelling for you? Straight buddy? out of Dogtown, K-A-I. K-A-I, do you have a last name? <laughs> no, bro, I don't have anything. <laughs> where, where, where are you from originally? Are you from Fresno area? Sophia, West Virginia. No kidding. How old are you? I can't call it. Okay. What, have you ever experienced anything like today? And what made you take the actions that you did? That woman was in danger. He just finished uh, what looked like at the time killing somebody. And if I hadn't have done that, he would have killed more people. So he's dead, good. You ever experienced anything like that, Kai? Well, this one time I was in an orchard and this f***ing guy starts, starts beating on this woman who he calls his. So I walked on over and I started smashing him in the head. I can't, you, see all these, you see all these teeth marks right here for the camera? Yeah, I started smashing him in the head and in the teeth, busted out all his teeth. Mother the sheriffs, not the policy enforcers, f***ing show up and start like, uh, they're like, yeah, so what, what happened? I mean, like, uh, just give me any old name and just give me old uh, f***ing birthday, whatever, just... Yeah. What happened today after after the? You, you're obviously free now, but were you arrested? What was the process? What did they do to you when they came out? Obviously, they found out that you did the right thing, but the time that from the accident until now, where have you been? Well, process? he started he started following I like I, I cleaved his motherfucking head wide open with a hatchet. He stood up like he was pulled right up, right? 
And like, I'm like, I'm like, bro, hey, if you're Jesus Christ, I'll be the Antichrist, man. Like, that shit. And he starts following me off this way, so I figure I'll lure him right away from the crowd. So I'm running off this way. I got, I got, a, I got a hatchet in one hand, my fucking, um, this bag I'm carrying over with another hand. I start running off that way. And so uh, a, a couple of the people who was bystanders to it came over and told me to stop. And I was like, why stop? And he was like, the, the cops are already on their way. I was like, is he back up and doing anything? And uh, somebody said that he was like masturbating in front of this school or fucking whatever this place is right here. Yeah. Did, were, were you questioned by police? Were you taken into custody? What happened? I mean, obviously. I was questioned. I was put into the back of the uh, sheriff's wagon. Wasn't the policies the fucking pulled I over. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like I got put in the back of the uh, sheriff's wagon. The sheriff was like, what happened here? Took down a statement. I told him everything I just told you. And fucking um, let me on out. Said I couldn't grab all this stuff until uh, I, I, had, I had finished like they had finished with something, you know what I mean? And like brought me back on over here so I could be in front of this thing, like this car right here. This gnarly, man. Holy shit. It's like the biggest wave I've ever ridden in my life. What's next for you, Kai? Hopefully some surfing. I, if anybody's watching this somewhere else and they got a, a mini mile that they could lend a guy with a wetsuit, I'd love to test out Mavericks. Would you do it again? Club him in the head with a hatchet? You know, if I could go back in time, I'd go back over to where I was at that recycling center and he said that he had raped that chick over in the Virgin Islands, because it doesn't matter where you at. You can fucking just spend a bunch of money and do whatever the fuck you want, you know, that's not right. If I, if I could go back in time, I would have dabbed him up right there. No, you're not, I mean, you're, it doesn't seem like you have any concern for yourself. You're all about, I mean, doing the right thing and, and not even worrying about Kai first. I don't have any family. Like, as far as, as far as anybody I grew up with is concerned, I'm already dead. So, whatever. It's all good. So, that pretty much so sums I, up. I feel like you guys, I didn't think I remembered this. Do you remember this? Because, like, at first, I think I hadn't heard this story. And then when I heard the smash, 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 you know. And then I was like, oh, okay, I vaguely remember I, this thing. Yeah, I didn't know the context of where that came from. And I did not know the aftermath of what happened but i remember the quotes and everything like that yeah i was the same like i was like oh i kind of remember this this clip this meme but i didn't know really any of the story so yeah of course like the the interview clip goes on youtube and it just goes viral and i mean just being like peak 2013 they auto-tune it into different songs mm -hmm. it becomes this huge meme it gets talked about on colbert like it really just feels like an encapsulation of the internet circa 2013. And also, like, the internet so much where it's, like, 2013, like, people are watching this. What do we do? Like, how are people watching things? Like, people are watching things on the internet. Like, it was such a different time back then. Because now, like, if a news clip goes viral, you're like, oh, yeah, that's on TikTok. What else? It's very, very interesting at the time. But, yeah, back to... <laughs> what else? I know. Yeah, I was just like, oh, new? Like, what's happening? Uh, Kai's real backstory a real that we uh, are told is his name was Caleb uh, McGilvery and he is from Edmonton, Alberta. Uh, according to Vice, Kai says he grew up in a cult-like Christian fundamentalist background and left to live on a Native American reservation where he got the name Kai. He's Yeah, and I'll, just for like, I feel consistency, I just, we just called him Kai throughout. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh yeah, it's, it's this episode so that's 
the T on that. That's and also because that's what he is most notably known as. And exactly, kind of exactly. Yeah. Uh, he said uh, really intense, rough upbringing. He said that he was locked in a cage for four years as a child. And his cousin confirmed he was locked in a room with the windows blocked out for long periods of time. Really very intense. Uh, His mom sent him to a home for troubled teens when he was 13 after he set a fire. Which, uh, but like, his mom does say that she denied ever locking Kai in a room, but says, quote, he was a free spirit and would get up earlier than I did. Uh, and get into trouble. That's kids. What do you yeah. fucking mean? All kids do that. Like, That's his, their whole thing. Your kid gets, I'm like, I don't, I, I literally had the thought this morning when I snoozed my alarm five times, I was like, oh my God, parents don't get to do this. <laughs> I don't know why that was what I thought. I was like, oh my God. So right. shout out to any parent listening who like wants to sleep until seven, but they up at five. And your alarm is a child screaming in your ear. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like straight then, up. Lord, oy, 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 oy. Um, But she said, yeah, so got up earlier than she did, and he would get into trouble and stuff that could hurt him, so she needed to prevent him from leaving the room, which kind of confirms that you <laughs> locked him in the room. I, I feel like I watched that just being like Regina George, like, so you agree. You Thank think you're really pretty. pretty. I'm like, so you locked him yeah. in the room. You prevented his exit from the room. Therefore, he was locked <laughs> like, in the room. <laughs> it, like yeah okay I'm oh, like okay maybe you didn't like latch the the thing on the knob or whatever but I'm like okay lady yeah she's like he wasn't stuck I didn't put things against the door I just locked the door which like what is this rationale or maybe, jumping yeah, around or maybe the opposite I'm like okay lady whatever mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> um so he told Sophie St. Thomas who was a journalist for Vice that after the hatchet incidents he got into another fight this time at a bar because he was brushing his teeth and this other guy came in and asked what he was doing. Because uh, remember, he was like unhoused. Uh, unhoused, yeah. Brushing his teeth, bar bathroom. Yeah. Uh, and he said that uh, he's a 210 pound douche monkey uh, looking at me, thinking he can bully me around because I'm skinny. I weigh 160, 165, soaking wet. Okay. Uh, and um, his face was split. Skinny legend. Up to the, literally. <laughs> and um, his face was split up to the point where I think he needed surgery. So that's. That's an intense alarming aside that just came up in this conversation. Yeah. Yeah, that is alarming. Um, And I feel like there were definitely red flags that were ignored. Even even the fact they do talk about this. We're like, yeah, even the fact that he actually bludgeoned, bludgeoned, hit this guy with a hatchet, the blunt end, but still is, is definitely... You're like, wait a second. That's actually intense. It's a, little, it's a very, very intense. And like, you don't, you don't think of, you don't really hear bludgeoning around too many times. Yeah. So, I mean, unsurprisingly, I guess because uh, it was 2013, um, everybody just wanted to like book Kai, talk to him, um, and Jessa. Reisbeck, who was the journalist who did the uh, the journalist from the local Fox station, KMPH, finally got a hold of him. He was like the only one who would talk to. And, and he's he did a also like interview. a major focal point of the doc. He's like one of the main people in the documentary as well. So they do this follow up interview and Kai is and they're like, oh, Kai, you know, you're you're everywhere. Uh, 
the producers of Keeping <laughs> Up with the Kardashians want to give you your own reality show, which is actually just like off the wall. I don't get, and also she was so intense. She's like, everybody wants to do this. I'm going to help him. I'm like, by throat, like what? Girl, what is the self fulfilling prophecy you have as a reality TV producer? I know we we got to talk about that because number one, Kai's like, I actually just want to go back to the Bay Area and smoke weed, yes. which is fair. Shut the fuck out. Which is fair, but basically, so uh, they had this whole part where Lisa Samsky, who's like a reality TV producer, and then Brad Mulcahy, he, he was the human interest producer for Jimmy Kimmel Live. They managed to get a hold of Kai, and they like try to pick him up, and honestly, <laughs> kind of wrangle him yeah. to like the studio. Um, and it just goes a little sideways. Um, and I also just feel. In, well, I guess after this, we can talk about just the the bizarreness of thinking of just giving any old any old person that goes viral on YouTube a whole ass reality show, like well, and also like a person who I like. I feel it's not like he was like a singer, and they're like, oh, this is someone who's actively trying to sing. It's like just like a viral fame moment. So it feels like they're trying to they're capitalizing on him. Yeah, I mean. It's weird. There's so many people who are deeply, deeply problematic and fucked up who yeah. have reality shows like Honey Boo Boo's mom and uh, like yeah. the Duggars and <sighs> Chris uh, knows Well, that's a different thing, but yeah. Ah, word. Yeah. yeah, it's so weird. Um, and like even just the logistics of like you really think following like an unhoused person around all day. Like, and that's what the, the, what? the uh, reality TV producer was like, it will give such a different light to them. It's like, they're not asking for a different, like what, what the fuck are you like? What, what do you think you're doing in studio city? Yeah. I'm like, leave it to, it, it is. I think it's, it would be interesting to like explore this supposed uh, subculture of people who do not have a home by choice. However, I don't think that that's the medium. <laughs> reality no. TV, you know? I'm like, get the Nomadland writer on it. Like, I'd read that book for sure. Yeah. Um, and also, like, I don't know how the people who are uh, crafting the story of the Kardashians, I don't know if they were the qu- exactly the qualified people for yeah. this topic. Yeah, exactly. And I, I feel like someone had said, like, this guy's not going to come show up and do a fake, like, a f- shoot a fake scene that you wrote. Like, this guy just does whatever he wants. Oh, exactly. I do remember yeah, there was one de- episode of the Kardashians where, like, they, like, picked up somebody who did not have a home. And oh, really? Yeah. I, I don't know enough details, ago, but I remember I feel like that was a storyline. So I guess they were, I don't know. That's... Yeah, just just very weird to be like, let's give him a whole show. Like, oh, what? Okay. Um, And so when they try to get him literally to Jimmy Kimmel, honestly, this feels like getting to the Greek because they are truly just trying to like herd a cat over here. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's there's some it starts to kind of go sideways. And this is kind of at the point where they realize like maybe they're maybe we're kind of in over our heads. They'd notice that Kai, like, smells of alcohol and is acting intoxicated. But he sees another guy who he thinks is in need, and Kai just gives him the backpack off his back. So they're like, hey. Yeah. 
But then he signed the contract for the reality show in hieroglyphics. Well, also in like a very forced way. Like they were like, oh, we need to have him sign this before he gets out of our sight. So like we can like lock him down. That was kind of the vibe yeah, I that got. Was, yeah, that was not. That didn't seem great. I'm also like, is this going to hold up in court? No. This hieroglyphic signature. No. <laughs> yeah, that was not great. Um, And so then they get to like Hollywood and he just his pants on Hollywood Boulevard, like straight up in the middle of the day. Oh, isn't it in like Enrique Iglesias' star or something? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, I don't know, they get kicked out of the hotel because he like skateboards across the floor. Um, and then the reality TV producer decides to have him stay at her house, which to me was like a capital WTF moment. I'm like, yeah. I don't even know this like, person. What? It's a lot, a lot is uh, going. Uh, down here and then so now we're at february 11th 2013 so also at the same time like not like 10 days have passed yeah so 10 days after he went viral an eternity honestly in internet time (laughs) that actually is true that is a that that that, that, a free trial of something expires by then a free trial so now it's time for the kimmel show and he also uh pees on the jimmy kimmel sign outside the show he loves a public urination. He, Shout out. You know, hey. Inside, Jimmy gives Kai an envelope for $500, and Kai gives it to the security guy and apologizes for being on the security sign, which is very nice. Yeah, very nice. Uh, 90 minutes before the show is supposed to go on, the police came and detained Kai. Um, kind of in, insane. Uh, not what anyone was expecting. Uh, they detained him no. because they needed him as a witness in the case against the driver he attacked. The police then bring him back 13 minutes before the show, and the staff of Jimmy Kimmel are like, yeah, put him on the air. Number one, uh, if I'm, I'm impressed that whatever they need to do, they were done in an hour. That's yeah. pretty efficient. Truly. But I'm also like, you guys, what? <laughs> like, who, 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 who were we just, just, oh, okay. And I'm like, they're truly doing every, like, it is kind of. Insane. I'm like, oh, people are just doing everything for this TV segment. They're like, oh, fuck everything. What's this law thing? I don't care. Legal stuff. No matter. Um, they put him back on the air. So he goes on. Jimmy handled it well. And um, Kai kind of, they had their moment in like, because Jimmy in the clip picked him up in his car and they yeah. talked. And they they liked Kai. Uh, so they invited him back to give movie reviews. But it did not go. Which cool. again, I'm just like, why? Like, I, I really I'm like, don't. This know. is just a random person in a YouTube video who like you don't know anything about again. And I'm just kind of like, it's weird how much they were trying to kind of milk this viral moment yeah. when when he didn't even seem to really want it. All I'm thinking of is I'm like, I'm sure twenty third. This is when like. TV studios, I'm sure, were like, we need digital, but we're not hiring anybody for digital because we don't know what that means. What do we do? Oh, this guy's going viral. Sure. Actually, maybe that was around the time that Facebook started to try to make every single publisher do video. So everybody oh my God. like hired huge video teams and then Lied they had the to numbers. lay them all off. I remember that was, I know that was like, because I know that ended in 2018 or 2017. And I feel like it started maybe like a little like a year after. So definitely like the the rumblings were going because I was yeah. somebody who was hired to 
per, make 30. But I didn't get laid off, thankfully. But I like they were like, do 30 Facebook Live videos a month. And I'm like, what? Ew. So and go live on Facebook every day? Every day. And Can't um, imagine anything worse. They literally, we were like, oh my God, the numbers are great. And then you find out that, oh, Facebook is just lying about all the single numbers. Oh, wow. Meta! <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so the movie reviews, it was pretty much like a, just a conspiracy theory of greatest hits, like chemtrails, fluoride in the water, turning people into zombies. So like, it was a lot, um, I don't, not what they expected. Zero Doc 30 review did yeah. not go as they planned. After Kimmel, they took Kai back up north. And like, he sort of at this time, it was more so leaning, not leaning in, but like enjoying his life with this notoriety, like getting recognized by people, mm-hmm. playing gigs, surfing, because he got a surfboard from uh, Kimmel, everything like that. So all all's well so far, I guess. And then three weeks after going viral, the trial against the Jeff McBride, who was the the driver, begins. And Kai testifies, and another side of the story comes out where alleged it's alleged that Kai kind of suggested Jet could drive through the truck and was like, "We're ghosts," <laughs> and so that was perhaps why, but maybe not. But that's just. Th- What's alleged? Um, And then Kai also testified that uh, McBride had told him about uh, sexually assaulting a 14-year-old girl. Yeah. Um, His defense attorney tried to claim that the joint that Kai gave him was laced. um, And this was because, in fact, Kai told a few people that he had laced the joint and Mm. McBride couldn't handle his shit. However... This Police part. did test the joint and a toxicology, and they did toxicology on the driver, and nothing showed up. So, who knows? I mean, who I know because when I first heard that in the documentary reading about, it, I was like, "Oh shit, what was in this joint?" Then I was like, "Oh, nothing." Maybe so, nothing. Yeah. Truly. So, I mean, who knows? And then cut to uh, New York City, May tenth, two thousand thirteen. Kai's in New York City. Now May thirteenth. Three days later, a well-known attorney, allegedly, I haven't heard of him, <laughs> um, a well-known attorney, Joseph Galfie, is killed in Clark, New Jersey. He's found beaten to death, and he's 73. And he's found in his house lying in a pool of blood, wearing only underwear and socks. There was no forced entry to the house, and it wasn't, like, in disarray, mm-hmm. um, you know. So it didn't really seem that there was signs of a burglary, Um in his family room, police find a piece of paper with Lawrence Kai written on it. And I think Kai was his last name. The last name he was using at the time was Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also find a ticket for New Jersey Transit for the day before. And they go to the train station and see CCTV footage of um, Joseph buying a train ticket and giving it to a guy who looks a hell of a lot like Kai. So now Kai is wanted for murder and he goes into the wind. And on May 14th, he posts on Facebook saying he woke up with, quote, a groggy head, metallic taste in your mouth. Says he realized he'd been sexually assaulted and ends the post with, what would you do? And I think also around uh, this time, too, or we get into it because a fan photo helps identify what Kai is looking like present day, too. So... Yeah, because he had gotten, like, a face tattoo or, like, a neck tattoo and, like, cut his hair. Yeah. Um, So now this is May 16th. So 
like about three to four or like three-ish months after the initial viralness of it in Philadelphia, a Starbucks employee recognized Kai, but he's not there by the time they get there. So he, the, the Starbucks employee called 911, and by the time the cops arrived, he was gone. Then they kind of just do a mass search. So they do find him at the nearby uh, Greyhound station and arrest him. He was in like the waiting area. And Kai doesn't deny killing Gaffey, but he tells police that uh, like what he also wrote on social media, that Gaffey sexually assaulted him. And according to court documents, Kai claims that he met Joseph in Times Square by the bus depot and told him that he was headed to New Jersey. They got dinner near his house and drank beer. Uh, Kai says that Gaffey wanted him to drink out of a glass and not the bottle, which, uh, and to make note. Is interesting. It's interesting because it's like, why do you care what somebody drinks their beverage out of? Unless you're trying to do something with the beverage. Uh, Kai says that he drank five beers and felt kind of groggy and walked to the guest bedroom. Uh, He also claimed that Joseph asked Kai to shower with him, but he refused. Um, This is when he said he woke up with the metallic taste in his mouth and what appeared to be um, dried, like, ejaculation on his face. So, the next day, according to Kai, uh, Gaffey buys him a train ticket to Asbury, New Jersey, because he was supposed to hang out and stay with a fan. Um, According to court documents, Kai got on the wrong train line and missed his transfer to Asbury, which probably, which you do have to transfer no matter what to Asbury. Anybody who takes transit knows. It's like the... That is annoying. I know. Uh, so when he called the girl he was supposed to meet, she didn't pick up. So he called, uh, Joe Gaffey back for a place to stay. Kai says he again, um, drank beers again in a glass and woke up on the floor with Gaffey trying to remove his pants and say that this is when they got into a physical altercation Mm -hmm. between the two. Uh, he says he finally got away by hitting Gaffey in the head he was claiming self-defense, uh, and that he said he got away, went to a diner, and then caught a train to Long Branch, New Jersey, uh, which is where you do transfer for the Asbury Park train. Um, mm-hmm. He said that he changed clothes at some point because he was covered in blood, but couldn't remember where they were. Kai also claimed that the state uh, did not do sufficient testing on the material gathered from the crime scene. A judge found the statement to be improper and have no foundation in the record. He also said the police did not administer a rape kit and he didn't test a towel found at the scene for semen. Um, According to the police, um, the forensics did tell a different story that there was lots of blood and Kai had no defensive wounds. So Mm -hmm. the idea of the struggle was not as much. And this is a little gruesome in details. Pretty graphic. So trigger warning. The Skip medi- like 30 seconds. Yeah, the medical examiner says he believed Gaffey was stomped, uh, just like brutally, horribly beaten. And there was some damage in the back of the head, too, which wouldn't really coincide with um, defense. Authorities don't believe that this could have been caused just from someone's uh, fist. On May 13th, however, uh, also he met up with a fan in Asbury and told her that he'd been raped and that he also cut his hair with a knife. Uh, while he was awaiting trial, I did read that he was, like, trying to study legal books to kind of see how... I mean, he was awaiting trial for, like, six years. Six years. Like, he didn't go on trial until 2019. Yeah, so a lot of the time he was in... Uh, he was held. He was trying to, like, 
research how to defend himself or just research things about his case and everything like that. So we literally, this happened in May 2013. We flash forward now Mm -hmm. to May 2019. And this is when he was found guilty and sentenced. The judge called Kai a powder keg of explosive rage and a cold-blooded, calculated, callous killer. And he was sentenced to 57 years in prison in a max security prison uh, in Trenton, New Jersey, I believe. Um, So in August 2021, his appeal was rejected, but he's continuing to try to appeal and uh, but he has to serve at least 85% of his sentence before he's eligible for parole. So barring any successful appeal, he will be locked away for a very long time. I do wish that because I know the documentary was short, which was good. I think they didn't drag it out, but they didn't really focus on the trial at all. And they None. didn't they didn't go into his defense enough and. I still feel like there's not a ton of information out there about his defense. I mean, he put he had a GoFundMe for legal bills at one point, which is where he kind of alleged that like the state didn't uh, do enough tests, to, and to I, you know, I found those court documents. Um, but yeah, they didn't go into that at all. I know. I feel like it was so much about like the viral nature of it, but then I'm like it kind of did an injustice in terms of giving clarity on what happens. Cause all of the, um, what he was charged with everything was the last 20 minutes or so. Yeah. And I mean, I think it was definitely interesting that they didn't really find anyone to talk about, uh, Joseph, except for, like these neighbors who didn't seem to know him, know him that well. well. No, that was a very interesting part. And I feel also I'm trying to remember, but I really don't think they had any like experts in any field to kind of talk about like what he must've been going through being thrusted to like viral notoriety and everything like that. And being sort of like puppeted around by all of these people that were just kind of not, like, I mean, all the, all of them say, even the news reporter and everything like that, that, like, we just wanted what was best for him. But, like, he said he wanted to be left alone at the first time anything happened. He just wanted to go smoke weed in uh, California. But none of y'all listened to him because you wanted to see how you could ride the coattail of this fame. That's how I interpreted it, in my opinion. Yeah, compl- I, I think that's yeah. what they were trying to show. I think they were trying to, like, yeah. indict the media and... I think the honestly the neighbor lady at the end like she really said it best. She was like, "If you're gonna glorify someone, you should just know who you're glorifying." Yeah, yes. Because um, I mean, this was like a vulnerable person who had issues, um, and and yeah, I mean that I think that kind of summed it up pretty well. Yeah, it was it was very because it also really painted a full picture because I'm sure so many of you all listening to just like knew maybe a phrase from this or anything like that, but to get the entire uh, details of the story and kind of the tragic way it unfolded too was really uh, crazy to witness and then look back and being like, Oh wow, that, that happened. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, I don't know. It's really interesting. Um, but I thought I thought I thought the documentary is definitely worth a watch if you have like an hour and a half. I think it I don't know. I think it shows more than it like tells, in mm-hmm. my opinion. 
Um, I mean, I, I've seen people make the argument that they didn't go hard enough on the media, which I can see that too. Um, but I think they definitely got a lot of people to just talk and give their side. I think, yeah. And it was very, there was a lot of voices from around the time to kind of give a full projection of this 30 months. It was more so, I feel like, just a case study in what those four months of viralness was. And it really just shows the fucking insanity of how, like, someone was everywhere, was nowhere, then everywhere, and then this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, so I feel the only way we could talk, I mean, there's so many, like, there's not too many things to look out for in the upcoming of this case. I mean, if he is eligible for parole, I don't really know if that would end up, or uh, gets an appeal. I don't really see that. I was like, what if we're, we're going to do the podcast in like 30 years? Yeah, 48. For his parole. What? Yeah, oh, 57. Yeah, 48 years um, from now. 48 years. All right, guys. Tune <laughs> the fuck in. Wow. Okay. Just looking <laughs> from inward the retirement at home, live. Yeah. Honestly, what a way to chill. What a way to chill. We might still be at it. You never know. Uh, you know who will be the most popular at the retirement home? Jorge, because he's going to be doing trivia, games, <laughs> all the live long day all there. Day. So let's get it. Let's make sure he sharpens up his skills for 48 years right now. So for today's game, I thought we could test your guys' knowledge on the good old internet and take a trip yes. down memory lane. Okay. With some viral videos. Okay. So oh, wow. here's I'm how it's going to work. I have the list of the 10 most viewed viral YouTube videos of all time. And we are going to play this game like this. I'm going to give you the name of the uploader of the video. It's going to be up to you to tell me the name of the video. Oh. Ooh. And for a bonus point, you can tell me the year that this video came out. Okay. Okay. The uploaders are going to be like XPQ. I was literally going to say like, yeah. Internet Warrior 69. Um, Yeah, like you had YouTube (laughs) usernames back then. (laughs) Most of these videos, I was actually surprised, not only in the top 10, but even top 50, are songs, which is interesting. Yeah. If not, yeah, I think all of them are songs, actually. Oh. Are they like auto-tune songs? Like, like you know what I mean? (laughs) Songs. Some, I mean, some of them you'll, you'll see are popular, like pop songs. Others are kind of more like children's songs. Others are more kind of like. Oh. I roll songs. So I, it's it's a good mix. The trust of, I have in myself just went down 40%. <laughs> <laughs> Whoop. Well. But I was expecting, you know, some classics like, you know, of course, like Charlie Bit My Finger and, I was and thinking that, that yeah. type of video. Oh but, my God, the cinnamon challenge. <laughs> yeah, remember that? <laughs> God. Oh my God, the cinnamon challenge. Um, but most of these, it seems like YouTube has moved away from that type of content and people just want to watch songs on oh, that's sad awesome. do the songs have music good music videos because then that i get but i feel the art of the music video has been lost well let's find out um and danny you will go first here is number 10 on this list it is uploaded by miroshka tv <laughs> what <laughs> what do i do Alright, so now you have to tell me the name of this uh, video. Um, This one's a little harder, I will say. So I'm going to give you an extra clue. Okay. This is a children's song 
about life on a non-urban environment. Oh, what? Do I hear this or do I just say what I think this would be? You just say? Life on a not, okay. Life on a farm? Close. <laughs> it is called Learning Colors, Color for Eggs on a Farm. What is <laughs> this? Let me, let me add that to my old cue. <laughs> Isn't it crazy though that this is the 10 most watched That's... YouTube video of all time? Well, you know why I'm not that surprised? YouTube is a free babysitter now for people. How many times are you at a restaurant? <laughs> You're so right. And you just hear like a kid with an iPad. So I guess That's that true. adds to it. But that is insane. It's the 10th most out of all. Are there any classics left? Like, do the kids know the OG videos? Do the kids know, um, my God, those two horses and Carl? You know what I'm talking about. No. The two horses. Wait, I need to yeah, Google that. Yeah, they're like, Carl. And Carl keeps killing people or other animals. <laughs> Why can't I even remember that? But... I'm like, do the kids not know this anymore? Kids these days. Yeah. Kids these days. Oh God, they don't uh, know Danny, about you will get a bonus horses. point if you're able to tell me what year this came out, though. I don't fucking... Uh, uh. <laughs> well, it's 10, so it has to be more recent, I guess. 2019? Oh, so close. 2018 It was the correct answer. Oh, okay. Dang. All right, Danny, you start with zero points, but you did get a particularly hard question. <laughs> but Sarah, this is to you. The uploader of this song is Mark Ronson. Oh, okay. I mean, this is a lot. I'm, I, what's immediately coming to mind is Uptown Funk, but I don't feel like, could it be Blurred Lines? I'm going to say Blurred Lines. Ah, oh, you should have gone with the first guess. It was, no. in fact, Uptown Funk. Wait, did Damn Mark Ronson it. do Blurred okay. Lines? I guess, oh yeah, he did. I feel like he does everything. He does. Shadily. But oh, damn it. Wow. Yeah, this is, of course, with Bruno Mars. Uh, um, okay. I actually thought this was just a Bruno Mars song. I didn't realize Mark I th Ronson well, I think had anything to do with it. Isn't Mark Ronson kind of like, he's been in his Diplo era where it's like, oh, Diplo's on this, but like, oh, you're just like doing the... Yeah, like I feel yeah. like he's a right. producer. Yeah. Like executive produce Yeah, but I think type yeah. of deal. Mark Ronson used to sing, but now I think he just produces. Maybe that's hmm. the... My, maybe I actually the don't here. know. Sorry, Mark. This video, um, back to your question, Danny, this video is pretty cool. It's, um, okay. it's, there's, there's a little bit of a artistic take on it. It's kind of a little retro Ooh. and it's filmed in a very specific, like sort of aesthetic. It kind of feels like an old school salsa video, like oh. from the eighties or something. It, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. The song obviously has been played to, um, infinity. Um, it has 4.8 <laughs> billion views. Did it play at your My wedding? God. <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, okay. I was this might say, have been on my do not playlist. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I was gonna say, I feel like Fair. one, like three of those billion views are from wedding DJs. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh, Sarah, what year? What year did this come out? I feel like this was like 2018. 2014. No, are you kidding no, me? It wasn't. Can you believe that? Wait, I don't think that's right. It's been almost 10 years. Just, I'm googling just, it. Stop. Stop. <laughs> I just started to cry. Wait, what? Wait, go on Spotify because it has the release time. I thought I was working at Betches when the song came out. Girl, what, you, it's been that popular. Nope. Ugh. 20. Yeah. It was released on November 10th, wow. 2014. Whoa. On the album Uptown Special. This is that Can you believe I that? Michelle I can't believe that, actually. 
Wow, I'm upset. This is not okay. Okay. Great. Wait, Mark Ronson was on Valerie by Amy Winehouse too. What? See, I'm t- that's <laughs> why. Guy. That's why I switched my my view or whatever my answer because I'm like, this guy does everything. I'm so confused. All right. Well, next up, uh, Danny. I uh, again, I do apologize for this, but the uploader is Cocomelian Nursery Rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know a nursery. I will say this is a very, very popular nursery rhyme. And here's here here's an extra guess. Sarah, you'll get these hints if you get one of these nursery rhymes. But okay. it is about a mode of transportation. Oh, wheels on the bus? That's correct, Danny. Well nice. done. When the wheels fuck on was the that bus. song made? Like 1872? <laughs> 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 like what? This one has 4.84 billion views. Holy, f- what? Uh, it's it's massive. It, uh, it's all the rage. It's what you're saying, though. It's like it has become the modern babysitter. Mm-hmm. Just throw on a YouTube video for your kid. There we go. What year would you say this was uploaded to uh, YouTube? Cocomelian Nursery. You know what? I'm riding off of, the a th- Lord's work. of a theory I just thought of. Because the last... The the life on the farm was 2018. So is it 2018? Is that when kids started doing YouTube? That is correct, Danny. You might be Ooh, onto something here. Thinking. It was 2018. Okay. Well done. May 24th, the day after my birthday. In oh, okay. Go Taurus. <laughs> nice. Gemini. Oh, wait. I forgot. Yeah, Cuspy. Okay, yes. Yeah, a little Cuspy. Two-Face. Isn't that Gemini? All right, Sarah. Your time has come. The uploader of this song is Choo Choo TV. Okay. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> Here is your hint. This is a song uh, about the alphabet and a couple of examples to go along with it. Is it the alphabet? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I don't think you're going to get this one. The alphabet. Yeah, I have no idea. The song is called Phonics Song with two words. <laughs> Are you fucking joking? 5.12 billion okay. views um hooked on phonics should sue them because that is my generation <laughs> we were hooked on phonics not whatever that was so this song i had i was too curious i had to look it up it is uh, a song about letters so it goes a and then it gives you two words that start with letter a so it'll be mm-hmm. a ant and airplane uh, apple, <laughs> I, know, I, I, like... I couldn't think of any words with an a and you got um, apple <laughs> And curiously enough, Danny, the first view, the first sort of link to this song is a 52-minute version of a looping song that is a minute 30. What? So the original video with all these like 5.12 billion views is a minute, but then someone made a super mix with over 2 billion views. (laughs) Of this song just looped like 30 times. Wait, so that's 100% just like kids. don't want to have to hit replay. Yeah. Well, At least that's like a that's... smart one, I guess, but I don't know. I have to feel like if I was a kid and someone played this song for 50 minutes, it would turn my brain into mud. It would make me not know phonics. I'd be like, I need to <laughs> I need to block this out of my memory. Yeah. All right, uh, Sarah, what year? What year was this? Uploaded. I don't know if you want to use my method because it's a kid's movie, but I don't know. I was going to use your method, but I kind of want to like... But I feel, fuck it, I'll just say 2018. 2014. Oh, this one wow. was a little older. Okay, so it was yeah. the emphasis of my method. Okay. So 2014 <laughs> is my new benchmark because both my things were 2014. Which, that's true. I'm still not over that. Yeah, no, I'm not okay. 
All right, Danny, moving right along. The next uploader is Wiz Khalifa. Oh, I do know this. Because I know one of my friends really hates who this song features. Mm. Uh, Charlie Puth. It's the See You yes. Again. Correct. Oh, my gosh. Movie. Smart. Yes. Yeah, this was um, for, I can't remember which the, Fast and the Furious movie. I know, I, the second one or the third one. But Didn't it happen when, right before Paul Walker passed, right? Exactly. Okay, yeah. Exactly. Well, so I, think I feel that's like it happened because part of he why this song. Oh, I think right? the, yeah, the video has like images of him. It's kind of like mm-hmm. a, a tribute. A tribute, Ooh. yeah, exactly. For Paul Walker, rest in peace. Um, this song has five point seven six billion views. Woof. So many, uh, Danny. What year? I I think this was twenty fifteen. That is correct. Yeah. Well done. Well remembered. Yeah. Oh, Paul. Twenty fifteen. It's a pretty good song, I will say, and the video is pretty emotional because it has all the images Mm -hmm. of Paul and, you know, it is kind of funny though because, you know, you get like these images of Paul Walker and it's all about See You Again and then Charlie Puth is like singing in between two supercars. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what are we doing here? The director there watched two hours of phonics or whatever the fuck that was. All right, Sarah, back to you. We're on number five, moving right along. This is Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran was the uploader. Okay, is it? I feel like Shape of You is the first one that comes to mind. Is that your final answer? Yes. That is correct, Sarah. Well done. It is Shape of You with 5.89 billion views. God, I hate that song. Okay. I hate it. Oh, my God. Thank you. It's so annoying. Anyway. I actually think as far as pop music goes, Ed Sheeran actually does some pretty good music. Well, and disagree. He is very talented. I'm impressed by his talent. His pop, pop forward songs do annoy me a little bit. But I do know, I think that was the song... Candy Burris sued him on because it like interlopes or whatever. No scrubs. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. And he ended Wait, up having to really? credit them. Where it's yeah. like, uh, I'm in love with her. I don't want no scrubs. Because I think it's like, there's, oh, girl, let's not talk too much. Dun, 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 dun. And it's like the same oh, thing as no scrubs. I do yeah. remember this. Oh, yeah. Get Candy yeah. her money. We love it. Yes. <laughs> Also, another one of his banger songs, Bad Habits. I think oh, it's a I actually song. fucking love that song. Bad Habits is fine, <laughs> it's honestly. such a good song. That song in Shivers, that album actually, yeah. Haters gonna hate. Haters gonna hate. Uh, Sarah, I am a hater uh, and I year? will hate, so yeah. That was- <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, right, Hater, what, what year did this year? song come out? Ooh, I don't know, actually? because it's like post-2015, like time just collapses. Um, <laughs> Wait, that's actually... I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay. I'll say 20... Should I say 2014 again? <laughs> um, I'll say 2015. 2017. A couple oh. years after. Oh, okay. I a little bit more recent. Ask me one memory from 2017. Could not tell you. <laughs> yeah, no. Couldn't. <laughs> All right, Danny. We're back to the nursery rhymes. Oh, this was also uploaded by Cocomelian Nursery Rhymes, the geniuses behind Wheels on a Bus. Lord, okay. Uh, and this song is about getting clean. Okay, so it's either that cleanup song, like clean up, clean up, everybody do your part. Oh, that's a good one, a banger. Yeah. But getting clean, that's cleaning up. 
Um, is it like like bath time? Another what, keep going. You're so close. Um, bath rhyme. Um, bath time. Bath bath sing along. I don't. I don't. Oh, know. Danny, I'm sorry. You were so close. It is called bath song. Oh, I thought for a second. That, <laughs> My I'm, God. Okay, now I'm annoyed. Bath song. Also, for a second, I thought you said bath salts, and I was like, What are we teaching kids? Oh. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, this is called Bath Song. It is, I mean, it's it's a cute song, I guess, but is it worth having almost 6 billion views? 5.96? Also, are parents always having to listen to stuff? Like, back in my day, I didn't have a song to make me go to the bath. It was go in the, go, 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 <laughs> be clean. Also, if you're curious about these, you should google them because the videos are are they creepy they're they're kind of like animated with sort of weird 3d figures of kids (laughs) taking a bath but it's kind of like uh like uncanny valley kids it looks kind of creepy and it is very bizarre that's weird um all i'm thinking is how much ad revenue this youtube channel is making i know i know they have a hundred and 52 million subscribers, the Coco Millions. Oh, wow. my God. <laughs> it has to be one of the most subscribed um, channels in YouTube, actually. I feel, well, yeah. It's got to be. But, uh, Danny, what year did this come out? Let's, 2018. 2018, that is I'm assuming correct. that's when this YouTube <laughs> channel started. Yep, yep. Um, mm-hmm. So I just looked it up. Uh, Coco Million is the second most subscribed channel in all of YouTube. Wow. Number one is called T-Series, which is an Indian record label. Huh. All right. So sweet. it's like Bollywood music soundtracks, indie pop music, that type of stuff. Oh, cool. So it's it's funny because I bet like 90% of their listeners are in India. You know, it's like super focused. Oh, that's Yeah. And the other yeah, ones are the, market. the other channel is just kids under two. So you got to know your market. <laughs> yeah, Coco Beauty is number yeah, two. Yeah, right. Sony, uh, oh. Sony India specifically. Wow, that's so funny. Yeah. And then we get Mr. Beast, PewDiePie. Know. These are kind of like oh. you know oh. YouTubers. I, I know wonder if YouTube is a bigger streaming platform that like because like versus spot. I don't know. Yeah, that's a tr- yeah. I know PewDiePie oh, yeah, just has a lot of shit going on against yeah. it. All right, moving right along. This is number three. Uh, <laughs> this was uploaded by Lulu Kids. Sarah. Is that like Lulu okay. Lemon for babies? Like what? Lulu. <laughs> exactly. I hate it. <laughs> Here's your hint. This is about saying yes to your father. <laughs> Yikes. What a weird video. Oh, wow. This got weird. <laughs> it's been weird. Like, yes, dad. I actually, I don't know if this is a nursery rhyme, because I grew up with Spanish nursery rhyme, so I don't know if this is a super famous one. I don't know a single, I don't remember a nursery rhyme where it's yes, dad. So this one's called Johnny, Johnny, yes, papa. No. I've never heard that once in my life. Not a single time. It does look like it's a nursery rhyme, because, so this one was Lulu Kids, who has 6.5 billion views. But then Coco Million tried to jump on the bandwagon Uh-oh. and made their own version of this, but it only has 71 million views. So they were too late. They were too late mm. to the game. No Dang. daddy. So Sarah, what year did this come out? 20. Oh, theirs came out first. Yep. Okay. 2017. 
2016. Ah, we're a couple years ahead of the game. Yep. All right, Danny, this one's for you. Uh, Luis Fonsi. Ah, what do we got? Despacito. That is correct. You know your Latin music. Despacito. This one has 8 billion views. Wow. Crazy. What year? What do we got? Wait, I want to say this was the same. 2017? That is correct, Danny. Ooh. You really do know your music. I know if there's my, anything I learned from these. I, I live for a Billboard Hot 100 chart. And I remember <laughs> 2017 being like Despacito, Shape of You. I want to say also <laughs> Bodak Yellow and Look What You Made Me Do or something like that. Oh, wow. that sounds right. Also perfect. Ooh, perfect. Beyonce solo or yes. All right, uh, Sarah, you are trailing by six points, but um, here Great. is the last Wait, Danny question. has six points? <laughs> no, he has seven, you have one. Wow, that happened fast. Okay. <laughs> I get all cool. the kids' ones where I know the years. Anybody's game. Anybody's game at this point. Anybody's game. Sarah, this is number one most viewed video on YouTube. Wow. It is uploaded by Pinkfong blank because it is the name of the of the song and kate songs and stories i actually do think i do not overthink it because i i don't want to lead you a wrong but i a hundred percent think you know what this song is is it baby shark that is correct it is, it is baby yeah. shark i was waiting well for that done, one to come Sarah. up in all these fucking children's rhymes same because that that's the thing that made me realize because the amount of times i've been at a restaurant and i just hear and I'm like, dude, which first of all, I feel like we sang this in camp when I was a child. Like I'm actually kind of annoyed and jealous of whoever just put that shit on YouTube and is now making bank. Like you didn't write baby shark. Wait, baby shark has predated all of us. Oh, wait, I've never heard the song before this. So I did not go to the right. Yeah. We used to do it in camp. I just never went to camp. Oh Oh my God. Yeah. So So whatever. 12 billion views. What year, Sarah, would you say? Well, Sarah has some questions about the year. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I know it's got to be from, I like, organically from at least, like, 1996, but YouTube didn't exist then. But I feel like it was big kind of recently. I'm just going to do, like, I'm going to do 2018 again. 2016, Sarah. Oh, that's what Incorrect. I was thinking. Oh, no. I didn't know. Yeah, it was a couple of years before the big, uh, the big Coco Million <laughs> um, craze. But Danny, you have won today's game. Well done. You know your viral videos. I guess yeah. I kept on waiting for uh, Gangnam Style to be one because I thought that oh, was. Oh like, shit! That was a mo a moment. Right. It was. Uh, it was. That was. That was the moment. Um. But yeah, I guess I'm gonna listen to more Ed Sheeran now. I don't know. I don't really know if that's gonna be the end goal. Uh, we could unpack um, Ed Sheeran and more though at our uh, live event which will be so fun thank you Jorge for that fun trivia game so guys remember uh, February 16th let me double check that yeah yes. February 16th yes, at 7.30pm Union, Union Hall you can get tickets at unionhallnewyork.com or at the at not another true crime Instagram bio we're gonna put it in the Facebook group a few more times too of course uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Cashmere Danny Cashmere with a K you can follow me at Sarah Lameem and thanks for listening we'll be back next week not Another True Crime Podcast is produced by Jorge Morales-Pico, Sean Kilby, and Rebecca Sosmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales-Pico. Social media by Sarah Levine. Be sure to follow at Not Another True Crime on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send all of your emails to natc at betches.com. Betches.